0: that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW group void work prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Hey folks, Dan Duvall, here to remind you about a new offering that we have starting this fall in 2022 called Overcomer Accelerated. This is a pilot program where we are going to be serving survivors, those that are on a healing and deliverance journey from traumatic backgrounds. And the reason why we're doing this program is because over the years, we've noticed a difference in progress between Survivors who are being equipped during their healing journey and those who are not. We've actually modeled this after the D.I.D. Coach Mentorship Program that we do over at Bride Ministries. It's an immersive training experience designed to accelerate your journey from survivor to overcomer. You get a number of things that are included with this offering if you opt in, which includes two hours of group coaching. Uh, Individual coaching will be happening every week. Part of this program includes a support group with me in the fall where I will be doing live demonstration, or you could consider this group coaching every week, an opportunity to watch me minister to others the way I do and to get clues and hints and even and even ideas about how that can be applied to your own personal healing journey or or to receive directly as others watch. There is also a library we're making available with a lot of hours of courses to equip you with knowledge and understanding on how to overcome in the fall we're going to be piloting this with the overcomer accelerated bring your own coach option starting next year we're going to be making coaches available as part of the program for fixed monthly rates so we want to encourage you guys overcomeraccelerated.com which you can link to from the official website dandeval.com as well you can also, at any time, become a podcast patron. You get membership benefits along with a 10% discount on merchandise at the store, invitation to ask questions on live forum podcasts. We have yet to do one of those, but that will be coming. Free courses taught by me and early access to podcasts. One last thing, be sure to check out our store at dandeval.com because we have a whole lot of really cool merch that you can get your hands on, such as the robe of righteousness with the names of God for women or ask me how to bust the devil upside the head t-shirt. How about that for you mighty men out there? All right, we're going to get right to the podcast. God bless. Those were your announcements. Friends, uh, I have a friend Across the screen for me. His name's Todd Weatherly. Um, he's about to pop. So, Todd, here's the thing. Uh, we have <laughs> a very interesting conversation ahead of us. I actually we, we were just chatting, friends, and 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 Todd just opened his mouth. He said, actually, I just need to, and I said, Stop. I need to press record first because we're not gonna do this. You know, that, that thing where you record a whole podcast just talking about the podcast you're about to record. We almost did that, but not today, friends. See, Todd has a revelation on ascension in Christ that we, we have to talk about. Um, and, and he was telling me that ascension in Christ is, is the default. Friend, what, what where are you going with this, man? Break it down for us.
2: I will break it down. Um, you know my hectic lifestyle. So I don't, have, I don't have the luxury of doing things that don't work. Um, <laughs> and but by yes. the way, can
1: I just say this? Yeah. This is what he's talking about. Todd Weatherly and Field of Dreams just bought a building in Munta by faith. I mean, literally. You raised the entire amount for the building in one day. Mm. Isn't that right?
3: Yeah. By yeah. Faith, wow!
2: Yes, and there, there, there is—it's uh, the beginning of, 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 of a number. To be honest, I mean, it's all got to be Destiny Scrolls, Destiny Books. Look, I'll, I'll start with with the Ascension. My conversation I had with with, with Daryl Crawford Marshall is—we're we talking about the fivefold, mm-hmm. and then then it actually talks about in Ephesians. It said Jesus. Uh, ascended on high, he led, captivity captive, and gave gifts to men. And the Lord started to speak to me about ascension. And Jesus said, wherever I am, there you will be also. And I feel in this current season, this is why this is so hot, is we would call them the fivefold, the uh, apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. And they do equip the body Uh, They equip the body for the works of the ministry and also to grow up into the head that is Christ into maturity so they won't be tossed to and fro. But when you look through all through scripture is ascension from Enoch all the way through to the amazing covenant we're under. It's been massively neglected. I don't think ascension is some sort of cutesy uh, uh, um, disassociated. Uh, abdication of, of, of earthly responsibilities is that we need to know that this is where it's at. And what, 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 with some of the things I'll, I'll go through today, I'll ground it in scripture, but I'll give language to something that already is. It's not like we ascend. We're already ascended. Um, just uh, I want to give an example. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to jump around the place a bit. I want to show from the word of God that asc- ascension is God's desire. Um, And that we're already seated in heavenly places in Christ, according to Ephesians uh, chapter two, he's raised us up. But getting back to that building is that I think at the moment, a lot of the church has become so earthbound that people are obsessing over their needs, obsessing over their breakthrough. And we've actually taken something amazing and we've made it powerless because we're missing key data key commandments key ingredients per se and we have a generous loving father but we refuse to ascend and we want to stay earthbound and him to the middle of our needs and it just will not work so if you're listening to this i've been waiting for my, my breakthrough and uh you know i had a prophetic word and it's been years no it doesn't have to be years <laughs> so i do want to blow that up and go after a bunch of sacred cows as is my want so when uh, i want to talk about matthew six thirty three, and jesus had just talked about people stressing about what they're going to wear what they're going to eat where they're going to live and it says it says if but if in, in matthew six thirty three, if you seek first the kingdom of god the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness all these things will be added to you and that's not quid pro quo that God says if you put me first then I will meet you it's not that at all is that we magnify our needs so much our breakthrough so much our ministry so much we magnify them, we shrink down God and we cannot overcome anything that we magnify and it's bigger than us and it's not quid pro quo God's saying I want you to ascend take your rightful place where you already are and all these things will be added so you get to hang out with God, to know God, to bear fruit, and you get all these things. Now, mm. I want to start off with an example is when you hang out with the Lord more and more and you're living ascended, you start to want to do what he wants to do. It's called thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And so, so um, you know, we've, we've talked about uh, um, Psalm 139, 16, it says, uh, all my days were before you, before one of them came to be. Are they not written in your book? Everything about our is already written down. It actually says in Ephesians that he's, we are his poema, his, his workmanship, uh, his, to, to do pre-prepared works um, that he's already organised for us to do. So everything's written down. Everything's in books. So when, you, when you, you're living an ascended life, um, those things start to open up to you. So... So, again, we at the church, we took a lot of money and we sowed it into other churches. So if you're listening to this and you're waiting for your breakthrough, be a generous person. So we, we, we sowed a lot. You, you can't outgive God. So we sowed a lot of money into other churches because the Lord said, I want, to, I want you to extend your tent pegs. Within a very short time of doing that, I've got friends, uh, uh, Peggy and Lawrence Renata, they live in a country town two hours north of Adelaide, it's a coastal town. And they said to me, um, they came back from Melbourne and they have a well, they have actually a miner's cottage, it used to be a mining community. They have a well um, in their front yard and someone left a bag on the well with a note to Peggy with a love heart. So she opens it up and there's all these keys and the keys had written on them dreams, right? Like was, she goes, that day they were meeting some friends from the Clare Valley to visit a church that was, they were looking at putting it on the market for sale. I think it actually was not the market for sale. So they said, "You got." he goes, bro, you got to come and check this out. This is Monday. We sowed the money of the previous week. Then they went into the church and this church is very historic and it was built to, for 1,250 miners. Now. Back in the day, uh, the people were a lot smaller than now, okay? So the, the church was built for 1250 It's probably more capacity now, 600 Anyway, we, um, I, I'm, I'm listening to the, – they're saying, you've got to come and check this out. Then later in the day, they went through the church, and it's an old Methodist church, and the church at Field of Dreams in Maylands was an old Methodist church, and – they sent me a picture of a plaque saying, bro, you're not going to believe this, but this plaque says, the church you're running now in Maylands donated the bell to the church in Munta. So the church I was currently leading had donated the bell. And I went, wow, this is crazy. So I'm going, is there a scroll? Is this this the will of God? So I said, I've got, I, I spoke to the eldership. And I I said, I I think think there's something in this. Now, again, it's two hours north of Adelaide. Our church is really cranking. God's moving. We have 60 interns. um, New faces every week. We're not diluting anything. We're probably going more full on. Mm. Um, And I'm thinking, my flesh goes, I don't need this. I don't need this. Um, You know, I've got so much going on. But when a book opens for a heavenly book, you go. I've at least got to investigate. So I said to the eldership, "Look at this. We donated the bell." So um, they, I said, "I'm going to go up tomorrow." And, and, and Lawrence said, "Well, the real estate agent, he's actually, um, he's actually going to be in Adelaide, so you probably won't even be able to go inside." I said, "I don't care. I've got to put my foot on that property." <laughs> so anyway, now. Uh, segue alert. In parenthesis, you guys have heard how multiple times I've had encounters in the spirit uh, with White Horse. People go, people go. That's too wacky, bro. No, it's not. Just got to read, <laughs> read about the living creatures with four faces, <laughs> you know you got to just see a wheel within a wheel within a wheel, eyes all around. You know it's not wacky. It, it, a white horse, and, and multiple times he's been connected to mandate and connected to provision. And I've seen spectacular provision. And I preached at churches when God says I want you to speak on the white horse, and we obviously Revelation 19. Uh, I, I behold, I you know I saw a, a heaven's open and a, a white horse. And he who sat on it was faithful and true and the saints were behind him on white horses. Well, every time that's manifested, it's been incredible. So I said, I've got to go up there and I've got to set my foot on the property. And so I'm there with my father. And, you know, I, I've you, my background is this. I came to Christ after a supernatural glory encounter I was 18. So pretty much both sides of my family pretty much disowned me, to be honest. So people go, my family doesn't understand me. Join the club. Who cares? Walk in in the joy of the Lord and rejoice, you know? Come on. So he came with me. Anyway, um, so I drive all the way out there and we park and I'm looking at the building. This is amazing. And Peggy's with us, right? Peggy and Lawrence. She goes, Todd, Todd, turn around look. And I look and literally got the photo, I got the video of it. A white horse came right up to the property. Like just, it's in the middle of nowhere. Someone's pulling it like this, a white horse. I'm just like, what? Anyway, then we're about to leave and someone who does tours just turns up randomly and gives us a tour of the place. So now I'm in there, I'm going, oh, the bell, the white horse, now this is where it gets crazy, Dan, with with destiny books. So this is in this is this is called Munta Mine's Church. Now remember that God pre-prepares works for us to walk in before the foundation of the earth. So the church field of dreams is looking to purchase munta Mines. So. What's weird is that with the interns, we get them to do mapping and we don't map demons. You know, you've got a lot of intercessors, they map demons and they they pull down principalities, but they usually pull them down on their head. <laughs> and you see intercessors in there, sort of like, you know, do you want to be an intercessor? And yeah, I've,
1: I've, I've seen t-
2: that. Yeah, I've not, seen not, that. Not you've got, you got to stay in your, your metron, your jurisdiction. That's why you got to be. You, you cannot be an intercessor without being prophetic. You can't, and God shows you that you're metron your metron and your jurisdiction. Anyway, so this this is, it's really really cool. <clears throat> so they're mapping, and they're in the heart of Adelaide, and one of them takes a picture, and they went, "You won't believe this!" And right in the center of the city, like two streets back or something like that, <clears throat> there's a street. It's Moonta Street, and then it turns into Field Street. And we're like what I know it is it it's insane it's insane it's so, so
1: funny and, and you know the interesting thing is from my perspective right because I've known about encounters with the white horse over the years we've talked about what happens when you preach on the white horse I mean I, I was actually there when you had an encounter with the white horse one time I know. that was fun no no that was <laughs> you
2: that was your fault that was was that crazy was that crazy it's and so crazy. I, I went, yeah, amazing mission impossible
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could tell the story if you want to, but you know, well,
2: I, I, I don't want to do a Jen in circle back. Um, but, 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 but this is all connected to Ascension. So the white <laughs> horse took me above the earth and, and see it's, it's so, well, let me just, let me just like close off this, this story. So, so I'm just blown away. So we then find out that South Australia was ground zero for all types of revival. There were two Welsh revivals, one in the 1850s, late 1850s, and one in 1904. And uh, so one from the 1850s, a lot of them came across to South Australia. There was outpouring. These, these Wesleyan primitive Methodists. And so what's crazy is that just down the road, an hour away, was John Alexander Dowie starting the ministry. He started the ministry in South Australia one hour from Munta in a place I think called Alma, and so what's what is it about cycles? Because we sowed a hundred thousand dollars and called it in a, a hundredfold uh, uh, harvest, and then we found out that when we put in our offer for the church, it was a hundred years since Smith Wigglesworth preached in Adelaide, and it was also like to the month and a hundred years since Amy Semple McPherson ministered in Adelaide. And I'm just going and I'm reading about revival. In one Munta meeting, the power of God fell so dramatically. Four hundred people came to Christ. Okay, this is a heavenly book. So we we I told this to the church, and this was up for tender. You see, (laughs) I told this to the church. they were all on board. We just said pledges and and pledges of money that you've got. Not not you know if my Amway business goes great in five years. You know none of that sort of stuff. But (laughs) it's, it's money that you have or have access to immediately. So anyway, we took up a pledge and, and counted the amount we put in the offer, and yeah, it was. A, it, they got back to me on the 17th. Now, then th- th- there was all these 17s as well. There's a number of 17s around the around the building. But long story short, they got back to me on the 17th, and said we're going to sell it to you because they wanted to maintain it as a church. Mm-hmm. This happened in one week, one week, and and so ascension when you live on ascended life god just incredible the favor we've got is incredible so i think that um let me uh, what i'm going to do now is i want to just like map what ascension looks like so i know that some people they talk about ascension and if i Talk to you about things that are out there. I can, if I can anchor them in the Word within context hermeneutically. You go, all right, okay. Now, a lot of people walk closely with God, and they don't use this language. This is where it gets really interesting. Jesus said in Luke 17, He said, "The kingdom of God does not come with observation." He said, "Don't." If they say, "Look here" and "Look there," He said, "Don't." He said, for the kingdom of God is within you. That's actually in the original language. Some say the kingdom of God is in your midst. The kingdom of God is within you. It is a dimension, okay? And when you lay a hold of that dimension on the inside of you, you start to realize physically this is the temple. And that inner dimension, your ability to lay a hold of that dimension is utterly affected by everything you think, everything you say, everything you do and over and over again from Enoch all the way through um phone's running hot okay from Enoch all the way through is that God calls us to the mountain calls us to the mountain but going to the mountain will cost us God called Israel originally to have a similar covenant to Abram Abraham then Abraham and he said, I brought you to myself on eagle's wings to call you to, to, to be a special treasure to me above all the nations of the earth and uh, to be a kingdom of priests. And there wasn't, what God was going to do is gradually he was going to drive out the inhabitants of the promised land by hornets. But Israel rejected intimacy. They didn't want to go up the mountain. They were afraid. It would cost them too much. They were slaves. They were orphans. They said, Moses, you go and get the, get the rules for us, and we'll be able to do it. And they knowingly traded to an inferior covenant where their, their, their transgressions of the covenant will be judged. So, so God wasn't in a bad mood in the Old Testament. Is that God was duty-bound to keep his word. So now what we have is all the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy in Christ. You've got this dimension that says in Hebrews 12, 22 to 24, I love this. And it says, but now you have come to Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, Jesus, the mediator of a better covenant, etc. And that's not a future thing. That's now. So you've, now, you've got these dimensions that are available, that God's calling us up the mountain.
3: And it says, in the
2: last days, you know, the house of the Lord will be on the tops of the mountains, on tops of the hills, and all the nations will come to it. And you start to go, oh my goodness. There's so much theology that one day, one day in the future, one day, and we defer it and we we don't we don't engage the faith realm and we just go, oh well, this is it's just not like that. So we have this dimension living on the inside of us. If we authentically engage it, you actually start to your anointing greater anointing greater glory greater access to knowledge i don't mean gnostic knowledge i mean it looks like getting buildings in one week it looks like you know a lady getting a uh, uh, wheelchair into our church uh, uh, end of last year she had two weeks to live laying hands on her and a complete turnaround it looks like a constant flow of healings it looks like you know i don't ask or beg for money and yet god just supplies because we're seeking first the kingdom of heaven kingdom of god and his righteousness i haven't even gone to the righteousness part because righteousness is a free gift in jesus' is our righteousness so so there's an exciting invitation but it's an internal reality and you go well this is the inside world or is it the outside world does the inside world connect to the out? And the answer is yes, because the spirit realm is not static. It's a shape-shifting, <clears throat> constantly moving entity. When Jesus appeared post-resurrection, they didn't recognise him. I mean, they hmm. they live with the guy. They lived, I mean, lived, they live with the law, not live with the guy. I'm not trying to be, uh, uh, you know, base. But he walks, you know, <laughs> friends, have you caught anything? No. Um, Road to Emmaus, uh, you know, so on and so forth. And so, oh gosh, <laughs> sorry, my phone, lots of things. <laughs> anyway. So here's the thing. So, uh, I'm
1: chuckling, Todd, because we're recording this uh, way before, like friends, those those of you that are watching this and, and getting this online, this is airing way after I recorded it. But today mm-hmm. I happen to start a new series uh, at Bride Ministries Church called Heart Matters. And you are literally quoting back to me like half of my the message, like literally that I was preaching earlier today. It's hilarious. Same scriptures, same scriptures taught. It's so fun. So I'm just sitting here. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> but but it, you completely different. Like you know, you're talking about this church. Talking about ascension. I was talking about engaging because look the heart is the subconscious. And what blocks up our heart locks us out of the dimension of God's kingdom. And so, okay, but look, uh, right, ascended life, living out of the God dimension, whoa. This is where God's taking everything.
2: This is where God's taking everything. You're you're just modeling. It's it's ancient paths. It's ancient paths. There's nothing new under the sun. It's ancient paths. The ancient of days, ancient paths, the church that we now have. So we've had our second service. The first service was, you know, 500 people. Second service, we picked up a whole bunch of people. But uh, last night, for a church plant like the first, we had the launch packed out. Uh, 120 people just from all over the di- different areas. It's gonna, it's gonna explode. It's gonna be ground zero for outpouring. I'm just telling you now because that's the, that's the scroll, and, 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 uh, so. So these are ancient paths, so there's nothing new. And we've got an earth... (laughs) You've got this earthbound church completely obsessed with their needs and being bullied by principalities through fear. Media, government, they're being bullied. And they're going, can't wait for the rapture. And the Lord's saying, I am calling you to live an ascended life. Okay, hold on.
1: (laughs) Hold on. Now, this may sound like a dumb question, but I have to ask it.
2: Why? (laughs) On behalf of others. Go
1: on. on. On behalf of others, right? Why does fear, okay, why does fear counteract an ascended life?
2: All right. So now, now I'm going to a level of processing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: okay so I, i'm processing extemporaneous extemporaneously but i know i'm right <laughs> so listen to this when i was doing this series so i didn't like get this incredible panoramic download um uh, and then you know and, and i just preached out of that is it lord would show me a new thing every week now i love um the universe the different planets the constellations the stars there's a lot in the bible about that uh, that the 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 I believe there is a supernatural counterpart for everything natural. I do believe there are parallel worlds. It actually said that God framed up the worlds through his word, multiple worlds. Okay. So a lot of people they just think binary, they go earth, heaven, hell, that's it. No, it says heavenly places, multiple dimensions. Hebrews says that he framed up the worlds. Oh, yeah, that's Jupiter you know, Mars, no, 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 no. There's different dimensions. So I was thinking about this and the thing that's coming up now is black holes. And there's a, there's very, very interesting because I'm on a journey of researching all of this. And we, the the wise men would not have found Jesus if it wasn't for they They, they probably were descendants of the Magi were probably descendants of, of Daniel. Like they were trained in, in realms of wisdom and they found him. I found them and you go, oh, it was a natural star, was it? Because the natural stars are high up in the sky and you just find the area. I understand navigation, but so I started looking at it. Then you got black holes. And, then, and, and so anyway, I'm sitting in a cafe and the Lord said, I want to start talking to you about black holes because the thing about black holes is gravity. And instantly it dawned on me and went, oh, my gosh. The Lord started showing that...
3: How do I start
2: this? Everything has a gravitational pull, but you go, money is just paper. It used to be commodities and gold, but now it's just fiat money. It's just paper. It's a promise. But the spirit of mammon has a gravitational pull. When we connect to a demonic realm of darkness, it has a gravitational pull. And these are all spiritually discerned things because it says, for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son. Whoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's agape. That's John says that, John 3.16. But then John says again, do not love the world. This is in 1 John. Do not love the world or the things in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and not of the father, but of the world. And you're like, what? And that is basically as this, is people start, through idolatry, attaching focus and affection to fallen entities that actually have a gravitational pull. That's why David said, you know, that you would escape the snare of the fowler. When people try and play with sin... They think they can bail out at the last minute, but the problem is their inner world's engage with a gravitational pull they can't pull out of. And the two biggest areas, so, so it says in Psalm 24, who may ascend the holy hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands, a pure heart, has not sworn deceitfully or lifted up his heart to an idol. So you've literally got the gravitational pull of the earth and dark fallen realms. And so in Christ, we're already seated in heavenly places. We've got to make sure we are free of idolatry and of fear. Those are the two big ones. And so if idolatry is anything where you have a manifest affection, a manifest affection greater than the Lord, we're not talking theology. Oh, yes, I love the Lord. Dude. Every day we're called to connect and live that life. You know, it says he holds the, the very breath, the very air that we breathe, he holds it in his hand, you know. So, so everything has a gravitational pull. When you start to understand gravity, you go, oh, my God, because gravity's still a bit of a mystery. The bigger the mass, the greater the gravity. So I believe the greatest gravitational pull in the multiverse is the throne room the love of the father, you know, the Lord. But you go, how come so many people are so bound? This is the reason, is that we are made in God's image and we are called to create. And you can take an inanimate object and you start to set affection. You start to then, the demonic gets involved. You are creating a gravitational force that is blocking out the gravitational force of the throne. See, when someone throws off this physical tent and they die, they naturally ascend. They they ascend into the realm of glory once the physical body is removed. So while we're in the body, the thing is, while we're in the body, it's this pure religion, according to the book of James, pure religion is is, is helping out widows and orphans and to keep yourself unspotted from the world or free from the gravitational pull of the world. It's just... Like it's so, in the
1: word. This is, here's the thing. Um, you, so you were talking about scrolls. About it,
2: just, what
1: was that? You were talking about scrolls earlier, yeah. and and this is this is what I find so fascinating, right? Because you're right, and and, and as when you explain it that way, I mean, because who hasn't experienced that, right? So you're battling with something, and it's like you decide to try to fight it off. I'm going to resist sin, you know, and but you have a lot of focus on the sin you're trying to resist while trying to resist it. And it's like the longer you go, the more painful it gets. It's like, I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. And so many people have been in this, right? And if you fail, often enough, you go into shame cycles about the failing, You keep going back into bondages, you know? But one of the things, and I was talking about this earlier today, so much fun, right? Bible says God weighs the hearts. And an interesting thing is that the heart is like a, a computer. It's like there to be programmed. It's it's there to have a belief system for you. It will hold your belief system beneath your level of consciousness. It's that whatever you have in your heart is beneath your level of consciousness, but it di- dictates everything your life is. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. This is the in, in, amazing thing. That gravitational pull, I think, is strongest when there is no heavenly programming in place. In other words, if you already think you're a loser inside of your heart, and then it's like this pull is there and it's it's a battle for like victory. And it's like, but I'm a loser on the inside. Like your, your likelihood of pulling through that and stepping into the grace of God is much smaller than someone who's laid hold of identity, literally having the Holy Spirit, right upon the fleshy tables of their heart. Different identity. But the interesting thing, and this is what I find so fascinating, you were talking about scrolls. And what I realized is that these scrolls that God has written about us, Todd, from before we were put here, like from the foundation, like God has these things, he's written about what we're supposed to do. It is our responsibility to let the scroll that exists in heaven be written in the heart. I mean, yep, yep. Because then the scroll becomes the program and the program pulls us into the ascension.
2: Yes. We're seeing it, we're, 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 we're seeing we're, we're seeing. But that. this is what
1: I love about you, Todd, because anybody that's watched you move knows that y- y- when it comes to faith, You're like the guy. I've seen it. Friends, Todd has the gift of faith. Like when he gets that seed in him, it's like, this is the word of the Lord. That's it. There is, it's a program. It just runs. (laughs) And the program becomes the gravitational pull. And I watch things, Todd, it just gravitates to you. It's like the, the whole dimension of God at work profound
2: well and and, and i mean look i'm 53 i just feel like i'm starting i feel like i'm six years old honestly (laughs) like serious that's why that's why we have to disciple and train people so they get there quicker than us it's not about being you know top of the pyramid uh, or the organization it's about serving and training people so they get quicker so we actually see ascended sonship and so we actually turn all this stuff around. So, based based on the, then all this stuff comes to me in downloads. All right, honestly, look, it's just the, the angel lord, just the Holy Ghost, just so. So we got this. So we got this, this this gravity thing. You have got people going, "I'm going to ascend. <coughs> I'm going to ascend," and we have got ascension groups, and that's fine. I, look, I'm not going to go after anything like that. Everyone's going to do it their own little sort of blueprint way. I get it, but. What the Lord showed me is that, firstly, it's, we've got to be, it says, who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Now, I've had a lot of heavenly encounters. And you have to be free in your heart. And that's, you, you build, you cultivate that, you know. Now, <laughs> it says, set your, it, it says in, um, Colossians 3, it says, set your affection or set your mind on things above where your life is hidden in Christ. Now, that word, I think, is franeo from memory, franeo, which actually means mind and affection. Did you know wherever your affection is set, that's where you get gravity? The gravitational pull is wherever you set your affection. you got to set it. You set your affection on things above. That's the primary. There's no Psalm 91. Read it for yourself right at the end. It says, God says, because he has set his love upon me, I will deliver him and set him on high. So that's Psalm 91. That's ascension. So you physically, you're always here. Now, you might do a little bit of translocating, cool stuff, sometimes not sure whether in the body or out of the body or whatever. But your whole inner well is living from that place, and you get to govern down here from that dimension. But the cool thing is this. If you listen to this, and I know a lot of people will be listening to this. This is the cool thing. Some of you guys are going, you know what? I've struggled for years. It's so hard. and You know, I have to pray all this to get a little breakthrough. No, 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 no. Hebrews 4. Remember, if we were talking about a timeless dimension, heaven is, it's not, it doesn't have time like we have it. It's so much more superior and transcendent. So the Bible doesn't use the term timeless dimension. It uses words like the Almighty who is and was and is to come or Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday and forever. That's the timeless dimension. The the Bible's written in Ephesians like it's already happened. We're already seated in heavenly places. Um, The Book of Revelation, you know, the New Jerusalem. Like it's, 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 it's crazy. And so where this timeless dimension is... The, the best it's hidden is this, Hebrews 4. It talks about entering into his rest. So a standard life is a life of rest. So this whole thing with Munta hasn't been any striving. There's no striving. There's more work stewarding the blessing than getting the blessing.
1: <laughs> we, 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 hold on, hold on.
2: Well, if, 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 if you ask, not, if you ask God for a blue whale, if you ask God for a blue whale effortlessly and he gives it to you, you've got to hold on to his tail. <laughs> okay. My life feels like I'm strapped to the back of a blue whale. It does. It does. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, 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 um, so it says be diligent to enter his rest. And <laughs> it's just, if you don't believe, you can't enter the rest. You need to believe there's a rest in God that he prepared before the foundation of the earth. So the diligence is entering the rest. And then even David understood this because he called it today. See, see the words in the spirit, eternity, his rest, and today, they're synonyms. They all mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it says even in uh, um, Ecclesiastes, that God said eternity in the heart of man. So this is all an inner reality that if you... If you worship the Lord and you lean into it and you set your affection, it says in, in Ephesians, uh, it says in uh, Galatians chapter five that faith works by love. It's energized by love. So now we actually have to realize that God is love. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Love never fails. Um, you know, I, 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 I love is permanent. It's the only permanent thing that go- faith is not going to eternity. Gifts of the Spirit are not going to go into eternity. The five fold ascension gifts, because once everyone's ascended, it says until the perfect is come. So, so the the, the 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 ascension, the power source of ascension is, is, is the love of God. So we have to make sure that we are not, who may ascend the holy hill of the Lord, he who has clean hands, pure heart, hasn't lifted up sworn deceitfully or lifted up his heart to an idol. I believe the work is to make sure that we don't set our affection on things down here greater than God. But the other thing is that, is that the fear thing, the fear also, mild anxiety, worry, deep gripping phobia, start feeding that monster. Start shutting it down. Get into worship. Get into the uh, 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 God dwells in the praise of Israel. God dwells in the praises of his people, Psalm 22. Get into worship. Set your affection. People go, I tried it for a week and it didn't work. For goodness sakes, build. This is a lifetime commitment. Don't you do You don't try it like you Uber Eats or uh, 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 you, know, you, know, you, you change breakfast cereal. This is a, this is your station. So, <clears throat> so so when we when we get consumed with our things and we don't seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, we got people, I've spent years to get my breakthrough. I don't spend years getting my breakthrough. I'm living in break. Like I, so, so, okay. Calm down. Calm down. Easy well, Here's what I think All you're right.
1: trying to say. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, I think you're trying to say is that instead of getting in the fast food line and being disappointed that they gave you some fake food, you let God help you build a farm. And now it's producing crops literally year round. You're living out of the abundance of a field that has been seeded properly. Yeah, yeah. But didn't the Bible talk about the field of the heart? I mean, it's. I, it's I, I think Todd, he put it inside of you so you could model it for other people.
2: That's so why it's filled of dreams. It's the heart. Mm. It is. Paul planted Apollos towards it. God gave increase. You are God's field. You know, that, that's that's why it's field of dreams. It's got nothing to do with a baseball movie. But if you watch the baseball movie, it will freak you out. So I won't go there. Watch that. That's just like it's I got it, I'll go throw in here. Mm. Very important. Yeah. So ascension is. It is actually, firstly, God's calling us to the throne zone, to live from the throne zone. But we actually, our affection is there. We sow in there. We develop that into our subconscious and conscious. You find yourself living there. There's nothing down here. But we live from there to rule here. It's not just the Great Commission, it's making, it's discipling the nations. Unless you have an affection for God greater than your breakthrough and your personal needs, your personal needs will have, you'll make them into mountains and they're not mountains. Everything's easy for God. You need to know in the presence of God when your affection is greater than your need or your felt need, believing for anything is easy because it's not over you. You're not believing for a mountain. You're believing for... So it says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ? Everything, you believe, every, everything you've prayed and believed for, I mean everything within the biblical paradigm, just thought I'd throw in that disclaimer exists and God wants you to have it. but if, if, if you don't put the kingdom of heaven first, you don't even have enough faith to receive five dollars then it says, it says uh, uh, parabolically in obadiah chapter 1 verse 17 in zion there will be deliverance holiness and people will possess their possessions everything that people are looking for to for their provision and their breakthrough it exists but it doesn't exist down here it exists in the presence of god and you hanging out with god and loving him makes this look easy and then it comes through your faith it's there's too people who really need breakthrough. Ah! And they've exalted the need over the Lord. See, this is, that we have such incredible creative power. One of the best examples of creative power is when Elizabeth met Mary, which was pregnant with John the Baptist, uh, and Jesus, you know, was, was pregnant with Jesus. Uh, Mary was pregnant with Jesus. And then she, uh, and then you hear the statement, my soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my saviour. He was mighty, has done great things. And holy is his name. Friends, the greatest spiritual law and discipline is focus. Mm-hmm. When you focus on something and you add affection, you magnify it. When you keep magnifying the Lord, it starts to, through osmosis, it starts to start to leaven out your inner world and you're going, you know what? Ah, Lord God, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. You're in constant fellowship. The Holy Spirit's sharing things with you. You're living in joy. You're, you're, you're not just, there are so many things that we're not meant to ask God for. They just belong to us, but we don't know how to grab them because we don't seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. If you, Ascension is biblical language. I'll oh, give me other examples. Okay, Song of Songs. My beloved comes skipping on the mountaintops and says, come away with me. So everyone's waiting for revival and their affection is for sport, their natural appetites, their impulses. And they, oh, there's going to be the rapture. It's deception. We actually have to engage what ascension is and that is set up affection on things above. And it's not escapism, escapology. You actually, you know, Daniel, that, that we are influencing the political landscape. We are changing The political realm in our state, okay. We are, but we're doing it from an ascended place. The other thing it says says be diligent to enter His rest. (laughs) The work is is untethering. The work is like going shut up, devil. The work is when you when you're in that plate, that realm, everything's easy. I'm telling you, and it's fun. It's fun. So, So 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 sort of like, let me just. For whoever's listening, I'm not this man of God, who you know I just have this faith. You know what? I'm a big kid. I'm not carrying it. I will not carry my church. I will not carry the law firm. Well, my wife does the work there. Let's be honest. (laughs) Uh, um, I won't carry that. That the the internship, Munta, whatever. I'm not going to carry it. It's the Lord's doing. He carries it. See, when I come into that rest. Like it's in my heart, don't get me wrong. I'm not just sort of like just being, uh, um, I'm not being uh, frivolous. But w- it, when it says enter into his rest, I, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm, I'm living in, in a heavenly dimension. So let's just get down to some, some brass tacks. Um, okay. Is this? I do have visions. I do have encounters. Mm -hmm. So that manifests. Mm -hmm. But generally speaking, I just have this sense of I'm more aware of the presence of God and the goodness of God and his love for me than I'm aware of the demons in the room. I'm more aware of the power of God than the spirit of Leviathan being vomited out by the media. I'm more aware of the glory of God, God than the water spirit kingdom manifesting through government. Those things all have legitimacy, but I will not set up my foot in Babylon and start to go, oh, let's map this. You've got to do it from a centered place. So, so so I think that 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 in this season you're talking about issues of the hearts is that the, is, is the kingdom of God is within. But God is saying, come up and take your rightful place. You're already seated with me. John says, behold, I saw a door standing open in heaven. I hear the words come up here and it must show you the things that must shortly take place. See, Jesus has already won. We're not talking like there's some hectic arm wrestle between darkness and light. <laughs> when people understand they're already ascended, and Jesus has already won and he's disarmed principalities and powers. And we have to come into an alignment with what already is. And that looks like rejoicing. That looks like hanging out with the Lord. That looks like praying in the Holy Ghost. That looks like being generous. That You start to realise you're created for God's pleasure. You go, oh, but I really need my, people go, I need my breakthrough. And then I'll ascend. It doesn't work that way. Seek first. Yeah, thank God for your for your need, but put him first. Otherwise, you get the chokehold of anxiety. I really need my breakthrough. That people live like that for decades. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. So this is what's so exciting. I think this is a significant message. I am not. Uh, are denigrating other are teaching and all this. this. is This is great commission. This is winning souls. This is the miracle dimension. This is taking, you know, seeing government come into alignment with godly realities. I mean, you know, the things that are happening in America, in Australia, in England, in Holland like, wake up, church. Your sons, the Lord doesn't call you Christian. Your sons and sons live with their father in their father's house. Jesus said, wherever I am there, you'll be also. You know, it says in in John 14. Oh, sorry, I've got to, to again, break down this dynamic. So you actually go, we must be diligent to enter his rest in Hebrews 4. But right after, the famous scripture, Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God, the logos of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. When you live in the word and meditate that Jesus is Lord, he's one in Christ, for Christ, through Christ, you'll see him in places, he pre-prepared works, the word of God comes in and it starts to deal with the pain the unbelief, it separates according to, uh, um, you know, the old covenant uh, uh, um, foretype, the, the, the flesh, that the heart gets circumcised. We, we cut away all the unbelief. Um, and then you start to go, oh, my gosh, I get what I believe. And it's uh, we're made in the image of God to create. And you start to live in the word. It's a full court press. Do I get into the word? Do I praise God? Do I pray in the spirit? The answer is yes. So so the point is is the diligence is being in the rest. And then we work out we're sons of God and we are meant to be. This is this is a real easy one. So part of my calling is I'm a senior pastor or a shepherd. And then COVID comes or you know, the pandemic. And yeah, people get COVID you know, easy, exhibit A. Eh? But you've got all these pastors going, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to be controversial. and They're ducking for cover. Why? How do you get rid of darkness? You shine. You shine light. You got, we got, We got churches in Australia who didn't even talk about anything that's happened. They just want to... You have to shine. Light has to shine in the darkness. You don't try and... It's counterintuitive is that the more lies that are being spread, the more darkness being spread? you got to ascend to greater dimensions and shine that light of life. I doing? mean,
1: look, man, it's the truth. And, and and that's one of the reasons why, Todd, you know, we, we did a whole transformation. And um, you know, I took a year after Dylan was born. I actually shut the podcast down completely. Uh we were focused on planning the church and all this stuff here. But when we came back around to the podcast, we, we had a board vote and kicked the podcast right out of the ministry. We don't I'm paying for this out of my own pocket because we're going to shine the light into politics. We have to, and you just have to do things the right way, but that's that's right, you know and and the thing is uh pe- people have been so castrated insofar as kingdom manifestation. They've been locked out because they have anchored their capacity to do things to the natural sphere and the fears and concerns associated with it. And it's so funny because the more you step into the eternal now, the realms of God's kingdom, provision, presence, and you just live and abide there and take notes there. The interesting thing is when you're in there taking notes, those notes go into your belief system, not just into your notebook, because the realm of revelation opens up in the presence of God and revelation is like a rewiring. It's so cool. And and then it's like everything in reality just looks different. It's like, well, yeah, God wants to move here, and God's doing this over there. It really does change. That's how you know, really, which pastors are sitting there in the dimension of God and which ones are ministering on the outer court. It looks different. They think different. You sound different. And you strategize different. You know, you guys really have it rough over there in Australia. I, I mean, I, I'm so proud of you. Todd and, and your church because you guys have taken a stand when it has not been too popular. I mean, um, oh. we, 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 have a little better over here in America. There's a lot more rebels, like the pandemic, like there's a whole lot of people that
2: stood up, but over in stand Australia, and... it's like,
1: you guys just, I don't know. I don't we, know what happened, man.
2: We, 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 you know, right at the beginning, mm-hmm. it was flatten the curve. And then it was the computer modeling. I don't know if they did much computer modeling in America. It was all wrong. It was all wrong. And the other day, uh, I, I saw a meme, and I, I, I love memes. You know, you know, memes are modern parables.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, there's a guy jumping out of a plane, and it says, "Man, man's parachute fails to man." Whose parachute fails to open due to climate change dies of monkeypox. So, that's the sort of rubbish. That's the sort of rubbish that that people are being fed. That you can get a heart attack if you grow your own vegetables at home. That that, that we're talking. We're talking like we're talking. You've got to believe the most dummy level stuff. But at the moment, here's the deal. Church, listen to me. The enemy is a bully. And if you don't, you set your love on the Lord, hang out with him first and foremost. It takes time to cultivate that muscle. You, 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 you can untether from those lower level gravitational pulls. Look, we might, do, we probably do a prayer at the end of this. I mean, last time we did a prayer, you know, we had an earthquake in Athens, but I think that um, we did. It was great. That's true.
1: That happened.
2: Prince of Greece. Everything's real. You're breaking breaking gravitational pull into darkness. And, and so uh, um, it, it, it is that the victory of Jesus is manifest. Is location, location, location is real. You're physically here. You're, you're, you're located there. You're already there. When you say yes to Jesus, your spirit, that genius part that's connected to the infinite realms of knowledge and power... Is, 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 is connected to the Lord, all right? I feel we're coming into a, I believe in the midst of this darkness, I believe we're coming into a renaissance of, okay, it says the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. The glory is already here because the seraphim said it in isaiah 6 that the whole earth is already filled with his glory but now we're coming into a knowledge of the glory that will unlock the manifestation of the glory and ascension is a key part of that now i haven't arrived i'm on a journey uh you know caveat here disclaimer there but we are seeing quite amazing things we're seeing people who Join our church who never encountered God, just their dream life explodes. They start seeing and feeling and knowing. Uh, we, we, we see politicians coming to Christ. We're seeing. And what happens is that I don't have to be like, it's when you are diligent to enter His rest, you enter the rest, and God does it. So when you first learn to drive a car, you like rear vision mirror. Uh, uh, indicator check the blind spot check the mirror put it into gear change gear check your blind spot check your mirror change lane and we indicate change you know and it's all very mechanical but after a while you do it intuitively it's the same things with the realms of the spirit you start off you build mechanically you have intent speak the word out loud worship fast pray in, in tongues meditate on scripture continually it's mechanical but after a while all of a sudden, that mechanical becomes a flow. Next thing you know, the river of God's flowing in you, the river of God's flowing around you. And you start to realise, you start to connect with people who are like you or you raise them up to be like you. Next thing you have got ecclesia, You have critical mass. and next thing you know is the devil is terrified because it's, this is how it's meant to be. And so it's the ascension gifts. He ascended on high. He led captivity captive and he gave gifts to men. And I believe we're going to see an explosion, and because we, we're meant to, of the fivefold more identifying with their ascension gifts. And we're gonna, they're, they're going to understand Jesus is ascended. He's utterly victorious. They're going to manifest ascension themselves because it's already happened, and they're going to start to um, disciple people and train people it's so amazing because when you teach people Ascension, they get access to all their books. They get access to scrolls and they start doing the specific will of God. And then they start to come into alignment. Oh yes. There's systematic theology. Let me just say something. People's theology counts for nothing until it gets in their heart. <laughs> until it gets their heart. It's the technology. People go, yes, this is what I believe. It means nothing. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. And I don't want to, I'm not into Gnosticism or heresy or, but I'll, I'll say this I'll say this is that there has to be an experiential reality in the body of Christ of the love of God, the goodness of God, the power of God in ascension. That's called revival. It's called outpouring. It's called taking nations. Can a nation be saved in a day? And so I feel that, this, that the reality of ascension isn't some cute, a luxurious niche revelation. It's indispensable. I think that for, for those who listen to this and will pray at the end, you, you need to share this because it's all through Scripture. God, Jesus is where I am, there you'll be also. And, and uh, we, I talked to, to Dan earlier in the year. We're going to talk on time. That could be for another time. But <laughs> G, G, Jesus is already. G, Jesus is one Jesus is Lord. Don't just, don't sit at the rapture bus stop waiting for things to unfold. We're meant to change it. We're meant to change it. I look at like, look at someone like Sean Foyt, what he's doing. He's going from city to city doing this worship stuff. He's seeing an invasion of light, an invasion of glory. That's what we're meant to do. The, 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 the body of Christ is okay, Tommy Hicks. Fasted and prayed, 40 days, twice in a row, goes down to Argentina, turns the whole place upside down. Whole stadiums are full of people. They have to drive, bring in trucks to get rid of the crutches and the wheelchairs afterwards. And he has a vision of a giant lying down. And what happened, it was lying down on the earth and, and bits of it like, like, like tiny little black creatures was all over it and it just had to stir up. And as every time it would stir, the creatures would run in, in, in terror. But then it would go back to sleep. And the, the little creatures would come back on this giant that was lying on the earth. And then all of a sudden it started to stir and the creatures started to uh, disappear, right, because they're terrified. And this giant started to raise his hands to heaven. And then it started raining liquid light. And it was the healing power of God and the glory of God. This is what the church has to do. You go, go, what does ascension look like? It it looks like experiencing the cloud. Isn't it interesting? It says he's coming on the clouds. Isn't it interesting? (laughs) It says in Isaiah 60, who are these that fly like clouds? Clouds is ascended living. Clouds Um, is ascended living.
3: I mean,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know, one of the things that's coming to me is we're talking about this. The word pregnancy keeps coming up. You know, this is the thing and I'm sure you've run into this. A lot of people are being impregnated spiritually with conceptualization of what God is bringing to the earth in this age. They're seeing it and feeling it. But one of the things that I have been mapping over the years is that people have a very difficult time bringing to birth the things that they are being spiritually impregnated with because I think a missing link is actually Ascension. They're getting patterns, they're getting concepts, they're getting blueprints, but instead of bringing them to pass from an Ascended seat, they're trying to figure out how to bring it to pass from a natural posture. And it's because, no one's talking about living on both sides of the veil simultaneously. Well, not that many people. It's, it's a little limited out there. Hmm. But yet, this, this next move of God that changes nations, Todd, sonship, hmm. it requires birthing these concepts and ideas on a higher plane, like literally with the collaboration of god's dimension like as part of the recipe mm. yeah and it's super cool uh, because we get to talk about it like this is i think this is everything i mean it's really huge
2: the kingdom of uh, uh, not my quote the kingdom of heaven is voice activated and when we talk about it and process it and people listen to it like it brings glory to god see I, I, one of the things is that is that I I I can't afford. I don't have the luxury. I've got so many things happening. Don't have the luxury of um, doing things that don't work. Now I do. I am an explorer. I am a mapper, and I am on an adventure. But I can't go down rabbit holes that lead to dead ends. I can't. Go, I just don't have that luxury. And the Lord's opened this up to me. See, if you're out there and you go, oh, when I, 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 you know, God's using me in the miraculous, and you, you, you know what is this, is that you? language is very, very powerful. You could be doing the will of God for your life and you've never heard of scrolls or books. That's too abstract. But, but what happens when you understand biblical language, you can bring it into sharper focus and you can accelerate it. So... So scrolls and books are about the will of God. Uh, 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 you know, um, from Psalm one hundred and thirty-nine sixteen, Ezekiel eat the scroll. They prophes- and then, and then uh, uh, um, Revelation ten, eat the little book. Now you must prophesy. Uh, um, and so, same with ascension. People go, well, my ministry is doing great. My church is growing. I'm in the anointing. You're probably ascended more than you understand. But if we can give it language and give it location, because Jesus said this. He goes, he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you desire should be done for you. That's, that's John 15. But previously, he said, if you keep my word, right, and the word is te reo, te reo is to guard it and do not let it out of your sight. He said, I will manifest myself to him, right? And he said, and me and my father, John 14, me and my father will come and make our home with him. It's, it's that in John 14. So ascension isn't once you die, it's available all the time. And I, I, I have a problem where people's theology is always deferring for the future, whereas it says now faith is. David says uh, it says what, let, let's enter his, enter, enter his rest while it's called today, right, the faith dimensions lay a hold of it. And you've got people, get, oh, we just got to, the world's getting darker, but the Lord's coming back soon. Absolute rubbish. We have to ascend. We're, I, I, look, I I saw a quote the other day, and I've said it before, and, and I'm not trying to, you know, it's, it's all anecdotal, isn't it? But Bob Jones, people go, do you believe in the rapture? And he says, I get raptured five or six times a day. So... <laughs> so, so this is what's available. And, and so I, it's not something that, see, when we, when we can give something language and bring it into focus, you're actually aligning with what already is. C- can you honestly reconcile the fact that we're already seated in heavenly places, according to Ephesians 2? Can you, can you reconcile the fact that we're already blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places? How do you receive a brand-new car, a, a healed marriage, children returning to the Lord, healed of cancer you get it in the spirit in heavenly places that's how you get it you you get it by by hanging out with god worship and the more you hang out with god the the easier it is to believe for crazy things because you're not tethered you know but you've got to put god first as simple as that how do you know if you're how do you know if you got if you're caught in a low level dark matter gravity where is your affection Oh, yes, I went to church on Sunday. Oh, but did you see the Green Bay Packers play right? the Fort San Francisco 49ers? Oh, my God. Yes, and then we're going to church next week. You just see it's a, it's a it's a tethering. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not, look, look, I'm not subscribing to a dull, beige, monastic lifestyle. We are called to enjoy things, but we enjoy them. We enjoy God first, and we do it from a heavenly paradigm, and we enjoy friends, family, food, celebration. But it's not heathered to dark energy, dark matter that brings life, low-level, idolatrous, earthbound living. It's from a realm of Zoe, supernatural life. So so there you go. (laughs) There you go.
1: There you go. (laughs) You know, um, friends, this is the thing that happens. When me and Todd get on the phone, I don't know where the time goes, Todd. And we, we just talk for hours. Every time, too, as I could check the times. How long have we been on the phone? I've lost sleep because of you.
3: It is really what it time. is. Yeah. It is
1: what... what here's, we, the Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't have to bring this up. So, so you know, there, there's a lot of big things that are coming, Todd, Tal, right? We're talking about... Uh, political transformation. I mean, this, this is this is on the docket. Another one I know is coming down the pike. Economic yeah. transformation. I know, it. by the Spirit, there is a a, a new economic system mm-hmm. that's being sent. But the interesting thing, because people ask me about this sometimes, you know, and I'll, and I'll start talking. About, like just I'll, I'll mention it. Like, heaven has a plan right? The Rothschild banking system is not the future of the world until Christ comes. Like, that's not the end of the story. There's changes coming. And God has a response that he's trying to work in. And people are like, well, what, 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 where's your keys? What do you know about this? And the thing that I run into is that it's kind of hard to explain because when I really get into like what I've heard about it from the spirit, it's not strictly natural Hmm. it's not like the the idea is not just pencil and paper just this is how numbers will work and this is what we're going to call a currency it's like part of this is liberation of spiritual inheritance that's been hijacked and usurped and put on trade routes and evil grids Like that's actually built into the plan of God for economic, bringing in this new economic system. It's like part of it is correcting problems that exist on the spirit plane in the process. It's like you have to hit a critical mass of work in the spirit. Um uh, before the, the manifestation of things in the natural that produces what looks like a new economic system. And, and, and so there's a lot of revelation that goes in these ways. Like, how do you explain that though? And 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 how do you engineer or tailor like there's a higher wisdom and revelation going behind some of the technologies and things that God wants to bring into the world in this age, like this, this our generation? You see, there are things that people haven't quite seen conceptualized before. And he's, he's bringing it in. But if we're not, if we're not committed to sitting in an ascended place, and this is the point, parroting off of what you're saying, how can we conceptualize something that has not been seen from a natural seat, anchored to 3D limitations? You actually have to be in the realm where you are seeing something modeled that is not modeled in the natural. To then cross the barrier so to speak to actually birth what is in the spirit into the natural you have to be there first you have to look at it observe it yep. document yep. it you have to yep. interact with the
3: things yes and we can
2: we're meant to see you, you, again we're waiting for God to speak to us in English, but we're meant to, we're actually, see, when you get, when you get when you receive Christ, it says that the translation, some say born again, but it really means born from above. So you're already from above. You're already from above. So then you learn heaven's language, and heaven's language is knowing. There's a lot of communication going on in heaven, and the lips aren't moving. It's just, we're talking, think of it like this. Think of a surface area. If you've got the surface area of a square inch, you could probably have a mosquito or a fly land on it. If you've got the surface area of, 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 uh, uh, you know, a small house, you could probably, you know, land uh, uh, a helicopter. You've got the surface area of a, you know, a, a whole city. You can land, you know, multiple aircraft carriers. It's the same thing in the spirit you build your spirit up and you understand and can receive things more. You've got a bigger surface area. The more you know is the more you know. In for a penny, in for a pound. I heard that, made me, I heard that the other night. I haven't heard it for years. made me laugh. But uh, <laughs> is that, um, it, it is that if you don't use what you have, it will be taken away. But if you use what God's given you, that surface area expands your mandate expands, uh, you know, I, there are a lot of people not, not, not engaging their mandate. And I think in regards to these uh, the economies and different dimensions, everything interfaces with another dimension. That's why we have dreams. That's why we people see in the spirit. And as you build that muscle, you can, you can interface with multiple dimensions. The cool thing is this, is that. The work needs to be put into entering his rest. When you enter into his rest, you're in the realm of God. When you're in the realm of God, you find out that God is very, very talkative. He's very talkative. He's always revealing and always showing. And so the ascension is getting to that place where there's too much knowledge. I I get get flipping locked up where it's sort of like, you know, (laughs) It's too much knowledge. This is like landing this church is small potatoes. You know, uh, 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 we, we, like it's look, <laughs> the, the, uh, you, you and I know, and, 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 and for everyone listening, is that right now there's a move for global communism. And, and, and that global communism has power sources, dark power sources, as there's, there's artificial intelligence. There's, they're tapping into the metaverse, the multiverse. They're trying to hack into it outside of Christ. It just is what it is. There's going to be, I think, the next, uh, uh, the Lord's, <laughs> it's very hard to explain. This is what happens to me. I'll get into worship. I'll talk to my wife. I'll be somewhere, and I can feel that cloud coming. I, you know, what do you mean? I, I feel that cloud, like I, I literally, all of a sudden, I start seeing. So that's what happens to me is that is I'll be in a time and, <clears throat> And, and I, need, I need the clouds to manifest. And I mean, we meet the Lord in the clouds, by the way. And you go, no, 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 that's when he comes back on the clouds. Well, get your theology right, because also in the Old Testament, God came on the clouds. It was also for judgment too. So, so you know, we can't be too cookie cutter about it. And I do believe coming on the clouds actually did uh, uh, specifically apply to the, the Roman Empire to, uh, uh, taking over Jerusalem. But, the, but it says, who are these that fly like clouds? You know, God God dwells in the cloud. And there are, there are glory clouds and there are dark clouds, and those dark clouds protect us from things we can't handle, you know. But, but the cloud will come, and I start seeing things in the spirit. I'm going, this is incredible. And my wife, this is why you need to have fellowship. This is why you need coin in an ear. This is why you need to hang out with people. This is a dance podcast, Field of Dreams, other people who, who walk in the different realms of the spirit. Because what happens is that when you hear people, it sets off someone else. My wife will listen to me preach and the cloud opens up over her and she's just (laughs) writing things down like a maniac. I'll talk to my wife. This is what happened the other day. She starts talking and she starts saying something and I'm like, oh, the cloud's here. And I start having visions and she goes, I can see that. I can see the clouds over you right now. I go, yeah, I know. You're going, oh, this is too weird. It's in the Bible. Who are these Are fly like clouds? And flying is ascension, like doves to their roosts. Okay? So, so, <laughs> you know, you know, for those who haven't listened to years ago, is in 2019, I didn't know anything about COVID, but I did have a vision of Noah beginning in 2019. And Noah, the Lord taught me about ascension, but I didn't understand it. I preached in Psalm 91 for ages, but I didn't know what I know now. And what happened is the ark was above the waters, and and there's stuff on the earth, friends. But God wants you living above the darkness. There's not going to be a physical flood, but there's a lot of darkness. Uh, uh, Arise, shine! For your light has come. Arise, arise! Oh, that just means from sitting down to standing up, does it? For the glory of the Lord. Uh, behold, darkness should cover the earth, deep darkness the people. See, the darkness is worse in people than it is manifesta- manifesting. But, but the Lord, his glory it will be seen above you, you know, and, and the nations will come to the brightness of be rising. So, so, so the, the whole ascension thing is this. At the moment, there are people listening to this going, oh, I really want to ascend, right? Well, let, let's, if you want to do it real quick is this. I, you really start to meditate on how much God loves you, you start to meditate. You know, I've had bad things happen in my life. I've never blamed the Lord. I've never blamed the Lord. It's that, you know, it says that I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And it says in, in, in 1 John 4, we love him because he first loved us. So so if you want to touch <laughs> that realm of ascension, get completely consumed with the love of God. Your faith will explode. Literally, as it says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look upon uh, <laughs> look upon his wonderful face, and the things of the earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So so the, the, the key, Jesus, uh, the, the, the Lord said in Psalm 91, because he has set his love upon me, I'll set him on high, I'll deliver him. Uh, um, set your affection on things above where your life is hidden, at Colossians 3, 1 and 2. So, so that's the fast track. And you start to go, oh, my gosh. You know that God loved you before you felt his love. God loved you before you even knew of God. God is love. And you start to you go, oh, my gosh. And love never fails. And so that is the absolute heart of ascension. And you go, you got these people who... Gave their life up for the gospel. We see them as Stoics. They're not Stoics. It says, it says they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimonies, and they did not love their lives unto death. They didn't hate their lives. They were so consumed, they were like, Paul, for me to live as Christ, but to die as gain. You start spending so much time on the right side of the veil, this place doesn't have a pull on you. You start speaking, you'll change economies, you'll change culture, you'll change nations. We are made in his image. God is spirit and he spoke. He's a speaking spirit. You're made in his image. You're made to be seated with him, speaking effortlessly from a dimension of infinite wisdom, power, and rest. And what happens? Armies of angels, actually, you end up, what happens at the end of the Song of Songs, ultimate maturity is your will and the will of God are the same and he says my beloved is mine and his desire is for me let us go down to the orchards let us inspect what's happening and that's ultimately what happens so so ascension is connected to the love of god this is why you need to share this if you got, you, you got people who are driving in their car on their own wearing a mask
1: <laughs>
3: There's
2: fear.
1: no 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 There's no Fear. hold on people Perfect love fear. <laughs> sitting <laughs> by themselves in a hot tub, wet, yeah, wearing a mask. I've s- yeah,
2: <laughs> it's it's. You go. It's like this. You got to laugh or cry. You know. <laughs> and and but, but 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 what's coming down the pipeline? Do you know what? If you're assented, you don't care,
3: and and, and it's not disassociative. Not care.
2: Like you start ruling and raining. It this is what it is. We're in training for reigning friends. Please don't, don't let your theology defer one day, one day, one day. You know, when the book of Revelation says "I'm the realm of that." you know, it says I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Oh, I was Sunday. There's nowhere, nowhere it says Sunday is the Lord's day. He was actually in the Lord. He was in today. He was in the timeless dimension. So nothing happens outside of that timeless dimension of the realm of the spirit. And then in the timeless dimension, of the realm of the spirit, he says, "I must show you the things that must shortly take place." And you go, "Oh yeah, but a day's a thousand years, a thousand years is a day. Two thousand, it's only two days." You know what? If you have a look at 10,000 times ten thousand, a thousand is is, is means sublime beyond. You got the you got you got ten times ten is a hundred. You got a hundredfold, which is fullness, and a thousand is like, it's it's not it's not Kronos. it's not chronos. It's it's completely the, the realm of the spirit. You go, the angels were ten thousand times ten thousands. You go, I'd rather see, see see God says that God says I'll, I'll forgive uh, I'll show mercy, on thousand generations. There hasn't even been a thousand generations. It's it's a Hebraic idiom for sublime reality. <laughs> I'd rather dwell, uh, 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 be you know, one day in the courts of the Lord and a thousand in the wicked. It's a Hebraic idiom. So the point is this. Here's what I'm saying, guys, is stop making your theology one day in the future. Jesus is God. He died. He suffered vicariously. He died on the cross as our substitute. And what happens is all the promises of God are yes and amen in him. And he's saying, church, bride, you are in me. Ascension is wherever I am. There you'll be also. If you live in the word, get into worship, worship the spirit, stop focusing on tartans, focus on, on me is that break the gravitational pull of low-level darkness and start to tap into the gravitational pull of the love of God. You'll start to understand the realm of the spirit. We're meant to, we're the ones, we're the change agents. All of creation is waiting for the revealing of the sons of God. All of creation is moaning, Romans 8. So I just think that, 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 that deferral of one day in the future, you don't go, one day God will heal me. You won't get healed. It says by his strength we are healed. First Peter 2, 24 says, by His drops, you were healed. We've got to get into the today, the now, the spirit, and eternity. And that's what ascension is all about. You're already ascended. So start to obey the Lord and start to act like it already is. And then your encounters will explode. And then you start to access all the things that God has. Everything. Our Lord God, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. So...
1: <laughs> Did you ever consider before coming on this podcast that you might want to preach at some point?
2: <laughs> it's crossed my mind. It's crossed my mind, but but you know, wait, wait, wait. seriously.
1: Okay okay yes yeah, Serious.
2: Okay okay. I, I I'm, I'm a big kid. Like, like like the older I get, I'm a, I. Do you know what I I am? Benjamin Button. The 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 deeper. You go into God, the younger you get,
3: hmm.
2: you, you, you know, you're not, you, 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 he's an ancient of days, but he's not, he's not old. He's not aging. He's not the aging of days.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was, that, that was for somebody out there.
3: That was, that, that
1: really was, that there. was for someone. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: uh, but, but, but you, you get younger and, and you mm-hmm. See, as you go deeper in the Lord, do you, know, do you know what's really powerful is purity. Heaven's moved by purity. And there's people out there, you know, people being all sorts of hectic stuff, and uh, this is defiled me. And this, you know what? You can actually come into a complete place of regeneration, and purity, and the glory. Everything's possible in the glory. But, but it doesn't mean you become naive and stupid. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of difference between childlike and childish. And if God puts a currency on purity, it's called holiness. But holiness has an infinite dimensions more than just purity. Purity is a big deal. So you become it, it, you actually have fun with it. And I, I don't have all the answers and I don't have it all worked out. No, no one does. But I do know that that in the midst of darkness, God is calling, calling for a spirit of renaissance. You cannot access anything down here if you're if your worry, your concern, your fear, and your manifest affection. Oh, but family's the most important thing. It ain't. It ain't God is. The Lord is the most important thing. Jesus says, unless you, you love me more than you, you, your own life, so 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 you actually put the Lord first and you become a better parent, spouse, friend, leader, and you're free. And you become wiser and you become younger because that's what's happening to me. Mm. That's what's happening to me. And it's like, and then in that realm of, of innocence and purity, you just see and, and and David goes, oh, that this one thing, this one thing I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, to 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 gaze upon His beauty, and then this, this is the ascended realm. It's just, it's it's you know, it's it, it. so. Hopefully, hopefully, when you listen to this, and we'll pray in a minute because you know I've got a meeting I can't talk about online. I've got a meeting in a minute. Uh, not in a minute, I've got to, I've got to get ready for it soon. But um. We can, we, can, we can pray for you guys and you can, by faith, receive it because you can't, can't, like, you can only reproduce after your own kind. And we can pray for people, but just that hunger for, for, to encounter the love of God and to uh, encounter his goodness. I'm, I'm getting whacked now. Now now, some things are rolling, all right? So are you happy if I go into a prayer in a second? I'm, I'm very right happy. Right I'm very you can happy. see, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me just, give me a second, give me a second. That, that, that if you are listening to this, you start to realise how much he loves you. I mean, messes you up. And when you taste of the love of God, you just go, it, it blows you. It blows your grid. It blows your grid. There's a lot of nasty, nasty, dark, evil stuff in the world. And the Lord goes, yeah, there is. But, you know, uh, it, it, it says, I'll, I'll set you as a seal on my heart. Love is as strong as death. You start to you start to taste the. the, the, It says, "I will taste and see that the Lord is good." Right now, Dan, I'll be honest. Right now, I can feel that presence of the Lord just shifting in the podcast. Oh yeah, you're listening to you're listening to this today, and you go, "Man, I've been so beat down. I've been so beat down." You know what? Is that God is love, and anything bad that's happened to your life, He didn't. He wasn't the author of that. There are so many lies, and there's so much brokenness, but I believe just by the grace of God in a second, I'll pray over people and, and I'm going to lead people in the prayer, but I'm, I'm feeling the love of the Lord. And I'll tell you what, he, he's, he's zealous for you. If you're listening to this, is zealous for you. And that's the absolute heart. <laughs> that's the absolute heart this is what happens is the glory comes and the pets turn up, the pets start to turn up. Okay. <laughs> and then, there we go. Here we go. St. Francis of Assisi, Dr. Doolittle, all the above. So, you know, my cat sees angels. Like, literally, he, he starts freaking out. <laughs> look, he can't make this up. And so, this is, uh, this is Milo. There we go. All right. We're now going. Milo's got his own podcast. Okay, look at this. Dude, enough already. <laughs> all right. Holy oh, he goes. <laughs> he hasn't been here all day. And now he's just sort of like, he, 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 see, he knows when the cloud comes in. The cloud, will, uh, my, my wife had the the, 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 the cat was looking through the wall, like to where the bedroom is. And he's like freaking out and he could see something. And my wife, I said to my, message, my wife, what, what's going on? What are you doing now? What's happening? She goes, I'm getting hit by the love of God. I just started crying. My mm-hmm. uh, cat Milo could see it actually through the house. So, you know, and you go, wow, I'm really struggling to see the spirit. Well, why don't you get a cat first and they'll show you where God's moving. All right. So, all right, let me pray it. It's, you know, it's, I mean, it's, but
1: this, honestly, in my first book, Prayers That Shake Heaven and Earth, I, I put a prayer for pets in there because they have encounters with the power of
2: God. I it's, mean, it's, it's true. It's my, pets. Little, it's, it's my little seer cat. <laughs> All right, Holy Ghost, thank you. Thank you for the love of God. I thank you right now. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for everyone listening to podcasts. If, what am I to? Sorry, this cat's driving me nuts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, something's going on in the spirit. I don't know. You may be getting touched. Just listen to this. This is on the back end. Um alright I'm just <laughs> <laughs>
3: you doing bro <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Hey, Lord, I thank you that you're here. I thank you for an impartation through this podcast. Yes, you move through light. You move through electricity. I thank you for the lightnings of God through this podcast. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, you move through weather systems. I thank you that the cloud is manifesting by people to people listening to this. And when the cloud's is there, I thank you the lightnings of God are there. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we... I'm going to lead you guys in a prayer in a second. But right now, we just break every, every tethering to death. We break tethering to fear. We break the spirit of dread and foreboding. We, we break right now in Jesus' name. We untether people from that underlying sense of, of dread, of, of bad things happening, backlash from demons, oppression, the worst-case scenario, glass up empty. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I hope it doesn't knock the phone over in a minute. Anyway, okay. All right. If you're watching this, repeat this after me. We're going to untether un- you. It's legit. Oh my gosh. Just mm. after me, uh, 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 Jesus, right now, mm. by faith,
3: I believe that you love me. Mm. I believe that
2: love never fails and powers my faith up. In the name of Jesus, I renounce and I divorce every form of low-level fear and its dark matter, the black holes, and it's gravitational pull. Mm. In the name and the blood of Jesus, I renounce all forms of idolatry, impulses, illicit desires.
3: Mm. I renounce all forms of self-pity that place me outside of the love of God. Right now, Lord, I lift my hands to you, Abba Father, and I receive your love and your embrace through
2: worship and obedience, I say yes to meeting you up the mountain. I say yes to fellowshipping with you up on the mountain. I say yes to Mount Zion. I say yes to heavenly places. And I thank you, Lord, for the place of your rest where
3: everything is through believing and walking with you, In Jesus' name. Mm. So good, Father God. We we do. I just agree with Todd and Lord. I
1: I just want to piggyback on that and say, let your breath of life enter, Lord God. Lungs and souls and spirits, Lord God, we, we, we just declare and decree encounter and with your life, Lord God, and, and, and delivery from regions of death in the name of Jesus, because you cause us to pass from death to life. Lord God, I thank you that listeners are able to hope again, dream again. And that supernatural grace empowers encounter
3: mm. in Jesus' name. Mm, 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 Amen. Mm. That
2: was hilarious, man. I felt the cloud coming in <laughs> and then all of a sudden the cat's coming in where the cloud is. And I'm like, like, you know, I've been talking for a while and then all of a sudden I just got so drunk. So, well, you know, hey. and it's
1: amazing what God does because for some people that's actually going to deliver them from the misnomer that some people have actual, like, you know, <coughs> uh, issues with cats because of their association with witchcraft and cults and some, look, God created cats, friends. And, oh, yeah. you know.
2: They're related to the line of the tribe of Judah. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> so, so Todd's cat follows the glory. I mean.
2: <laughs> it does. It does. I've got pictures of him on his hind feet looking up in the air like this. Like, you know, and it just, but it's all the time. Mm. It's all the time. But we, we have a this Grand Central Station in our house. You know that.
1: Friends, I'm going to be talking to Todd some more, but you, you can catch Discovering Truth next week. Until then, God bless and Godspeed. You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Visit me at com, where you'll discover merch, books, and the opportunity to engage in our private social network. Join the tribe by subscribing to our email list and supporting this podcast.
0: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?